0: Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast as we continue our series on country music and faith, counting down to the Country Music Week in Nashville, Tennessee. Today's guests are two young women who have faced the typical challenges that girls deal with in today's culture and have chosen to let God guide them to the next chapters of their lives—YouTube sensation Chelsea Crockett and rising country artist Kaylee Rutland. Chelsea Crockett is one of the biggest names in social media today, known for her popular YouTube channel, Beautylicious Insider. Chelsea gives her fans insight into her life, faith, and how to be authentically beautiful. She has written a new book that brings this all together called Your Own Beautiful.
1: My name is Chelsea Crockett. I started YouTubing whenever I was 13 years old and um, I've enjoyed it ever since. My passions have changed from makeup, beauty, fashion to real-life advice, faith videos, and just vlogs, lifestyle content. So I'm from Troy, Illinois, and you guys probably have no clue where that's at because it's a small town of 10,000 people. And I lived in that town ever since this past year when I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, and I enjoyed it a lot. I just had like three or four close friends. We hung out pretty much weekly. Growing up, I had a family of 5 total including me. I am the oldest and I'm 20 years old. My sister is a year younger than I am and my brother is 3 years younger than I am. My family is currently out in Colorado because my dad just got a new job out there. He was unemployed for like a year because his previous company had a really big cutback which was really really hard on our family but we ended up growing quite a lot through that. My dad was a great example of faith throughout the entire the entire just I guess situation and time of testing in a way. So it it was a hard time but also just steered the direction for all of us in such a interesting and w- different way than we ever expected. Growing up my family had its issues, of course, just like any other family, but my family was always just supportive of the decisions that I made as long as they were moral. (laughs) You know, I'm not going out and doing reckless things every night, but uh, throughout the years, just with having all the experiences that I did, I really wanted to emphasize on family and at least having Uh, just people who are like family in your life that can encourage you, who can be your support system. So I encourage a lot of people um, on my videos and in my book to do that. I wanted to start my own YouTube channel because I just saw so many different, funny, and creative videos. In 2011, I started making videos all about makeup, all about fashion. I never expected the channel to have success in general, I just wanted to have a place to where I can upload my videos and watch them myself and show my friends and and at first I was kind of shy to just expose myself in that way because the first couple opinions that I got from my family and friends were like, what are you doing? This is weird, but I was one of the very few that were making videos at this time. I'm really glad that over the years I've been able to form a connection with people who are my age, older, younger, and it's amazing how many people from around the world watch. And I've gotten to have like amazing and just I don't just God sent uh, conversations with these people. I. Enjoy just seeing the process over the years as to where I was and how I am now and I think the biggest change that I saw in myself and in my videos happened in high school I think that's a big year or big four years of Realization in terms of like who we are and what we want to do with our lives and at least start to get the idea God just kind of took a hold of my heart and really spoke to me and a lot of just extraordinary ways, and I knew I wanted to live for him wholeheartedly. I had accepted Jesus into my heart whenever I was 10 years old, but, you know, I don't think when we're 10 years old we really know entirely what we're doing. So, in this moment, it was, like, huge for me. I knew that this is, like, what I wanted to live for, and I wanted to portray it in my videos. I wanted to portray it in my family life, friend life, and I hope that they saw a change in me because it definitely was a big change for myself. So I recently wrote a book called You're Unbeautiful. I wrote it simply because I got so many different messages over the years talking about anxiety, depression, identity, uh, friendship issues, just communication with other people that you don't know how to necessarily communicate with. I think another important thing to address is the fact that if we don't know who we are, then we're gonna believe all the other lies that other people tell us about who we are. And I really learned that a couple years ago because I really didn't know who I was in Christ. I didn't know who God really is because I didn't care enough to to look into it. And the biggest part of us and the biggest thing that we should strive To receive and to just look for every single day is just the beauty in Christ because we have that within ourselves and I I just love being able to just talk about the fact that um, God sees you and he sees me and he just is working within the little things in life and the big things in life I just wanted to put it in one place where all those people who had questions can go to and it's just a resource that's bible-based backed up with scripture. I love just being able to spread positivity and anytime that I can encourage my friends, encourage people online it just it creates joy in my heart and it also just creates joy in other people's hearts and it's contagious honestly. On my youtube channel I'm going to be talking a little bit about how I spend my daily devotional time with God. And since you have to spend time with God to know who he is and know who you are, I like to spend time in God's word using the help of different devotionals like Jesus Calling. I used that quite a lot last year and a little bit now to just see how God sees me and also to know more about who God is. Jesus Calling, it's like a day-to-day devotional that you sit down and you do um, every day and it can be a quick or it can be more extensive because there's like two to three different verses along the bottom that you could go more in depth with and just read on your own. Or if you're like, Yo, I just need my daily dose of God. I only got five minutes, let's read this. Um, I can look it up on my phone. It really just works with your schedule, just reading in general. Sometimes it can get hard to manage your time with life. And for me, with running a YouTube channel, different social media platforms, and just trying to spend time with my friends and family every single day, it can get a little overwhelming to try to balance life but I I just try to focus on the day-to-day, go with the flow. So I use a tactic called the four R's, and it's about read, record, respond, and reflect. It's just really taking into in the Word of God, like reading it for what it is, whether you're reading one passage or just a short little blurb and, and breaking it down. And then I like to respond by writing notes or uh, just reading it maybe even more and then responding, highlighting things that stand out to me. Like, why did God say this? What was the context of this? And then I like to reflect by, again, just taking the word and figuring out what the context was, what it was like back then whenever this was written, who was writing it, all that sort of stuff. Because it really plays into the fact of, like, how you take This verse in, or how you take this passage in, or the book. And then after I reflect a little, I like to respond. And we all are going to do this differently, but pretty much it just involves prayer. And it doesn't have to be a big, huge, gigantic prayer of, Lord, forgive me for thy sins. And just like this passage in Psalm says, like you or the shelter that I rest in and like it just it's honest like I I've never been about like very structured and just this this and this sort of prayer I just like to get honest with God and say this is what the scripture says and this is what I'm not doing right now and God I just need You to invade my heart and allow this to be actual living word within inside me.
0: To find out more about Chelsea's book, Your Own Beautiful, visit chelseacrockett.com. And if you're planning on being in Nashville for CMA Fest, please come and meet Chelsea in person at the Jesus Calling booth number 106 at Fanfare X on June 9th from 1 to 1.30. Or check her out on Facebook Live on the Jesus Calling Facebook page. We'll return to meet our second guest after this message about a free offer from Jesus Calling. Want a daily reminder that we can have hope, peace, and joy each day in Jesus? Now it's as easy as opening an email. The Jesus Calling daily email brings you a thought from the Jesus Calling family of devotionals every day. Brighten up your inbox with this little reminder and take a minute to connect with God during your day. To sign up to get your free daily thought from Jesus Calling, please visit jesuscalling.com daily-email. That's jesuscalling.com slash daily dash email. Our next guest is up-and-coming country music singer-songwriter Kaylee Rutland. Kaylee's music makes an unmistakable connection with listeners, as evidenced by her tremendous social media following and their response to her music and her message. She visits with us today about how she developed a love for music at an early age, about overcoming shyness to pursue her country music dreams, and about her new EP, which includes a song that was inspired by her sister.
2: I'm Kaylee Rutland, and I was born and raised in Flower Mound, Texas. I moved to Nashville in 2013 to attend college at Belmont University. And I just graduated with my degree in music business a couple months ago. And now I finally get to do music full time. Country music is what I've been doing my entire life. And it's so nice now that it's like my full time official job. The first time I ever really sang was in a Christmas musical at my church when I was eight or nine, and I was like a really, really shy kid. So it's like kind of crazy in hindsight because I was never one to really want to like jump on the, like on stage in the spotlight. Um, but one day our musical director, this sweet woman, you know, just asked us to raise our hands if we wanted a solo. And in the one spontaneous thing I've ever done, I threw my hand up. And afterwards, I kind of thought to myself, like, what was I thinking? Why would I do that? And when all the kids came on stage and we were finally performing the musical for our parents and the whole church, I got behind the microphone and I was super crazy nervous. And then the minute the music started playing and I started singing, all of the nerves completely melted away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best feeling. Like, I want to do this all the time. Ever since uh, that Christmas musical, I kind of realized that that's what I wanted to do forever was continue singing. And as I got older, I would perform at little school plays and talent shows. And again, I was singing with the church on the worship team all the time. I played piano for a while. I picked up guitar. I always had voice lessons. So as I got older and went throughout middle school and high school, I definitely realized, like this is something I want to do and kind of honed it into, I want to be a recording artist. I want to perform on stage. I want it to be country music. It kind of started to like clarify the picture, having conversations and praying with my parents about it and realizing that I wanted to go to Nashville and then finding Belmont once I went to Nashville and it kind of grew through there. Overcoming shyness is kind of still an ongoing process cause it's always something like even right now when I like come in to like chat with people and I'm on camera or again, anytime I'm on stage, like I always have like that like nervous tingle before I go on and like the butterflies and I'm like, your breath catches a little and you're like, okay, like it's going to be fine. Um, And so every time I get that feeling, but once I am doing what I love and I think what I'm called to do, like all of the nerves kind of melt away. And especially with my band that I play with in Texas, we kind of have a tradition before every show that we'll gather up in a circle and pray before we go on stage. And that always just kind of helps root us and remind us like, who the glory is for when we're on stage and kind of reminds us like this is all going to be great it's all going to be fine and just kind of gets rid of that nervousness it kind of helps you see that anxiety is just kind of like i don't know like unnecessary or just like a very small thing that you can work past because that's when you remember oh right like god's on my side like that guy who created the universe like it's going to be fine there's been countless instances where i've doubted myself i've doubted my own talent or even my own drive and i'm like is this is this really what I'm meant to be doing, God? And like, even asking myself, like, is this this is what I want to do? But like, am I good enough to make it? Especially with doing school at the same time, it was such a balance and a juggling act. Trying to figure out, you know, 17 hours of classes at the same time as I'm trying to be out there performing and recording music and writing songs. But I think every time that I've had an instance like that, something has happened almost immediately that kind of puts it into perspective. All have a cool opportunity come up or things would suddenly get easier, like the waters would calm. And it would just kind of be like a reminding presence from God that it's like, you're doubting yourself, but if this is what I've called you to do, like I'm gonna get you through it. And it kind of reminded me that I'm not in control of it and I don't have to be in control of it because if this is the career that God has mapped out for me, I could kind of relax a little bit and be like, all right, like setting my doubts aside, like God's gonna make it happen. Being a role model and an example for other young women is really something that I kind of hope to do in this platform and with my music. And um, getting a big head hasn't been an issue too much because there's always something that keeps me humble. There's always something that reminds me like, all right, like you're not too much hotshot. So that's been easy. And again, like God has, I mean, he's called all of us to serve the people around us. So that's definitely something that has kind of been a grounding factor throughout my life is remembering my main purpose here on earth. Um, and with social media and kind of having stuff out there for the world to see, not just my close friends and family, but really anybody who owns a computer or a phone, anything they could find, um, it kind of helps me take a second look at anything that I do or say or sing or post before I put it out there because I have to remember, does this reflect who I am as a person? Does this reflect the kind of person that God has created me to be And is this something that could positively impact people who I'm trying to reach out to when they see it? Connecting with God and keeping that kind of as a part of my day-to-day routine is a part of something I do every morning. And Jesus Calling is actually a great example of that. Um, And on a personal level, that's what I do is I start every morning in prayer. And I pull out my devotional and read it for the day. And then I go to my Bible app on my phone and I always read a little bit of a passage. And it just kind of starts the whole day off on the right foot. And it's something that I can kind of go back to in my mind if I come across any hurdle or difficulty throughout the day and kind of just remember like, all right, like stay grounded. Like God's got you in his hands. This is your goal for the day. And it's just something I think that everybody could use to sort of keep us rooted as we go throughout our day-to-day life. When we do take a minute to just kind of slow down and look at the world around us, it's so much more obvious to see all of the gifts from God and all of the opportunities and doors that he's opened and every gift that he's given, really. And I think a lot of times, even personally, when I've gotten too caught up in music or in the past in my schoolwork or just something that's going on socially with my friends, um, we can kind of tend to focus on the negative. But when we do slow down and actively look for those moments, I think God really reveals the givingness and his nature to us.
0: Kaylee's new EP includes a song she wrote about a young girl's struggle with self-confidence. She talks about how her sister inspired the song, and why this is a topic that is near and dear to her heart.
2: So, Do You is about my younger sister, Maddie. And gosh, she would have been about 13 at the time I wrote it. And out of all my siblings, I probably see the most of myself in Maddie. She is so I just love her she's so sweet and so hilariously sassy but I often see her struggling with self-confidence and kind of trying to figure out what her identity is as any teenage girl would do and that's really where when I look at her I kind of see little 13 year old Kaylee and I got together with Jamie O'Neill and Minnie Murphy and I was telling them about this and I told them that I wanted to write a song for her. And that's kind of how Do You started, was a conversation about my little sister and something that I would like to say to her as well as to my younger self and to all young women out there who are really trying to navigate who they're supposed to be in this world where I think we so often compare the worst of ourselves to the best of other people. And that's really kind of where Do You came from.
3: one of Think you not
2: that's always scary when you write a song about someone and play it for them. Um, And I think it had the effect that I hoped it did, which is that you know she can kind of try to see more of the good in herself as opposed to only the good in other people. It's all about who God made you to be, not just trying to be like the people we see around us. I think one of the biggest issues that the current generation is dealing with um, kind of stems from social media. And I don't mean that social media is that issue because so much good can come from that. But because of the ways that we can connect with each other through the internet and again, like how we always see the best in one another's lives, along with the worst in ourselves, we kind of miss out on that fellowship. So I guess that's really what I would say the issue is, is a lack of like true meaningful fellowship. And so often, again, especially with me, when I'm scrolling through Instagram or Twitter and I see, you know, amazing things that other people are doing, their beauty, their success or anything, I can really kind of start to get down on myself. Whereas if I can have a moment to talk with my girlfriends who are all going through the same thing, whose successes and beauty that I can see, we can kind of build each other up and remind one another of the good things that we see and the amazing gifts that God has given to one another, as well as kind of, talking about our insecurities and I think that that's something that we don't often get to do with social media but when you have those moments of honesty and fellowship with other women like you can really kind of remind yourself not everybody's perfect and you're not alone in that but it also is a good reminder hearing from other people what's beautiful in you.
0: To find out more about Kaylee's EP visit KayleeRutland.com Kaylee will also be appearing at the Jesus Calling booth on June 8th at 11 a.m. during the Country Music Association's CMA Fest. If you're in Nashville that week, please come by and say hello to Kaylee at the Jesus Calling booth on June 8th at 11 a.m. Next time on the Jesus Calling podcast, we visit with the members of legendary country music group Shenandoah. Lead singer Marty Raybon shares about his faith and how gratefulness to God keeps him going.
2: When I get up in the morning, when I open my eyes, I just say, Lord, thank you. I praise your name, Lord God. Some Somehow or another, some way today, Lord God, use me. Do something that, 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 that you could do through me today. Just use me, Lord.
0: Today's featured passage comes from the November 8th entry of the Jesus Calling audiobook.
3: Learn to appreciate difficult days. Be stimulated by the challenges you encounter along your way. As you journey through rough terrain with me, gain confidence from your knowledge that together we can handle anything. This knowledge is comprised of three parts—your relationship with me, promises in the Bible, and past experiences of coping successfully during hard times. Look back at your life and see how I have helped you through difficult days. If you are tempted to think, Yes, but that was then and this is now. Remember who I am. Although you and your circumstances may change dramatically, I remain the same throughout time and eternity. This is the basis of your confidence. In my presence, you live and move and have your being."
0: Do you love hearing great stories of faith each week via the Jesus Calling podcast? We want to hear from you. If you haven't already subscribed to the Jesus Calling podcast, visit the Jesus Calling page at iTunes.com and hit the subscribe button. While you're there, we'd love for you to leave us a review and tell us how you feel about the show and what future guests you'd love to see. Your reviews and subscription help us share these stories of faith to more people who need the hope and encouragement of Jesus Calling. If you have your own story to share, we'd love to hear from you. Visit JesusCalling.com to share your story today.